Hello everyone and welcome to Advice Around the World, co-hosted by me, Ian Horn, and the absolutely wonderful Amelia Garland. This time we're bringing an expertise all the way from India as we're speaking to Preeti Zender, the founder of Aparnadan Financial Services in Mumbai. Uh, we've got lots to discuss here. Preeti is going to tell us all about how her online presence has helped deliver financial guidance to literally millions of people and why she's so passionate about financial literacy in India. Uh, I believe we're also going to discuss yoga, mindfulness and much more. wonderful I try uh, you, you've really outdone yourself um, but Preeti welcome to advice around the world we're so happy to have you thank you thanks a lot so to get this podcast started there's a question that we like to ask all of our guests we want mm -hmm. you to imagine you're at a dinner party and the mm -hmm. person next to you has asked you to tell them something interesting about yourself anything at all so long as it isn't related to financial advice what would you tell them yeah, if someone asks me about uh, such thing, then it uh, definitely will be uh, yoga and dance. Okay, so uh, yoga actually is the greatest gift India offered to the rest of the world. And yoga is the one thing which uh, gives or keeps a balance between mind and body. I uh, literally uh, experienced this when I started uh, working or when I started uh, doing yoga regularly. And I make sure that I take some time out, uh, minimum 45 to one hour in a day and do some asanas, which uh, really relaxes my body as well as my mind. First of all, as uh, I am into the financial uh, uh, planning services, I always uh, emphasize on the uh, wealth or the adequate wealth one should have. But it's not, it's just a one part of the things which you should aim at. Uh, mm -hmm. health is the equal important thing one should be targeting so wealth and health these are the two uh, we can say a wheel on which a, a, a person can just balance these things so to enjoy your wealth you definitely have a balanced uh, body and mind so yoga not only gives you uh, the, um, the bodily health health but also the uh, balance or the peace of mind which uh, is very needed for your mental stability and mm -hmm. uh, the second thing is definitely a dance uh, i learned uh, the um, traditional dance uh, style called kathak so it's a it's a great uh, north indian style of dancing it's a classical based and it's whenever I feel uh, 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 tensed or whenever I uh, feel low in the day, I just just started uh, rehearsing the steps which I have learned in my childhood. So any kind of this kind of dance is also uh, the way of uh, reaching uh, your uh, spiritual thing actually yoga and dance these both are giving your spiritual uh, experience which uh, you can touch up uh, through these uh, two wonderful tools which india is giving to whole of the world Preeti, i hate to take something as, as kind of spiritual and as creative as that and make it about finance but um <laughs> yeah this does dance and yoga does it help you make financial decisions does it help you get clarity yeah yeah, yeah correctly see as i said 
if you have a balance see everything in the life you should have a balanced approach okay so it's not a, a thing that you should be uh, very much greedy or you should be fearful okay so these two concepts are very important in financial planning because greed and fear these two things will definitely impact uh, with the your overall financial planning process and controlling your uh, emotional because in india people are very emotional they think more through the hearts than the uh, their brain right so mm -hmm. once uh, if you follow this kind of uh, yoga practice it gives you a balanced approach in life which can be helpful to take decision regarding your finances so whenever there is a volatility happening in your portfolio um the some people get scared about and they just want to get out of that uh, uh, portfolio if the portfolio is showing negative returns but at that time uh, that fear is uh, uh, it means ruling your decision and whenever you find that okay i am making more money so uh, through uh, some kind of tricks or some kind of chance people are just putting whole lot of money into the same kind of uh, asset class or the product they have chosen and sometimes these two activities will be very very harmful to your long term investing so when you control these things through yoga or dance or any kind of uh, spiritual connection it will going to help you in controlling or having a great decision in your financial planning also i actually <laughs> i actually did a 10 minute meditation right before mm -hmm, this mm -hmm. so i could Correct. feel balanced for this call so i <laughs> i tried to i tried to meditate every day and it's definitely changed how i yes. approach my my day my work and been a huge benefit for me controlling your emotions uh, just taking a long breath before taking any kind of hasty decision is very important in financial planning another uh, uh, as well as any decision you take in life right mm -hmm. so yeah so that through and i i as i said i experienced the same way as you said that you experienced it then only you can preach it to your clients or other things right so whenever i say this because i have experience so that's the very important thing Yeah, fantastic answer and I've got to say you. with you two being so you know okay with meditation my my preparation for this has been a cup of coffee so I feel feel <laughs> feel like it's amateur hour over here in the UK. Step um, it up Ian. Step yeah, it up. I know. I know it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. But um let me get on to something else um to, to get away from an area that mm -hmm. I'm weak on pretty. Um <laughs> something that I found particularly fascinating was was the online presence that you've built. You know, there's a reason we were able to track you down for this interview uh, and one of the reasons was that you've done loads of great stuff online so mm -hmm. firstly i noticed you have a youtube channel where you're educating people on you know basic financial literacy which is great um, but beyond that you've got a quora account in mm -hmm. which you've had 5.5 million content views which is absolutely <laughs> staggering and you only joined in may 2018 so mm -hmm. what i'd like to know pretty is you know what inspired you to set up this online presence and, and how have you gone about you know putting things out there in a way that has gotten this much attention yeah see first of all uh, uh, when i got this ab registration so it's a kind of uh, authorized uh, license uh, given by a sebi to a person who wants to work uh, in the field of financial planning so it's a authoritative uh, we can say a position when i get this position i really want to make sure that i'm using it for benefit of the society okay so whatever knowledge i am having whatever things see because uh, my main aim is to educate the people more towards this financial 
financial planning when i was working before becoming uh, the financial uh, planner itself uh, taking up this profession as a full fledged uh, at that time also those who are um, in my circle i always want to give them the right decision or, in, or the right uh, kind of knowledge which they can uh, take it and take a informed decision accordingly so when I, when i uh, got this authoritative kind of position in hand i uh, i i just think that what should be the uh, correct way to reach millions of people in a uh, lesser time and as well as lesser effort right there as there uh, there is offline as well as online market available in india nowadays because of this internet um, penetration now <clears throat> happening also uh, through in villages or small town cities i prefer to go uh, online or uh, just utilize the social media which is now been widely used by the youngster as well as middle age and as well as the pensioners or the, the senior citizen people so i found kora as really as the dedicated website where millions of indians are uh, they are uh, seeking they are those who are seeking a really serious kind of suggestions or serious kind of knowledge they are into kora they uh, ask uh, the questions and the experts are really giving or trying hard to give a useful answers a uh, uh, very well researched answer so i think that why not to try this okay so as you said in 2018 once i got this uh, license i really started uh, uh, giving the answers i choose the basic questions which i think but what is the uh, how i get connected with people is the uh, whenever whenever i analyze these things because uh, i think that my answers are very very in a simple language simple manner because people really want to get the idea Uh, behind that in a very simple language because a personal finance sometimes they see that's rocket science and we really don't understand the jargon or the difficult technical words used in this things but i really want to convey to people that it's not a rocket science it's a, it's a very common it is based on common sense whenever uh, the uh, when uh, you learn how to earn the money which is a very difficult thing then it's really easy to manage your money also okay so i think that simple language or giving the um, uh, one more thing is that i observe that i didn't uh, keep anything uh, in my hand okay because sometimes it happens that people say that okay they introduce something little bit and they ask to go back to their website or uh, 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 come back to me then uh, with a, a kind of um, you know, fee they charge and they will give you the next uh, kind of advice but i tentatively or deliberately don't want to do this because i as i said my mission is to give the financial literacy and uh, those who are really seeking or they they may not afford uh, the uh, financial planning fees and all these stuffs so i i never ever put anything in my hand i i gave each and every um, thing which i know to my readers and slowly uh, it it's really uh, giving me the benefits people are started recognizing me they are for started following me then mm. uh, uh, it's not only the um, english it means uh, on the english kora i'm writing now i started writing on marathi which is my mother tongue and as well as in hindi which is a uh, national language of india so the more people it means that help me to penetrate uh, to the roots of india and people really recognize me so many people really ask me and sometimes i also wonder that how i got so much fan following in kora and as far as youtube is concerned uh, some youngsters or those who prefer to uh, have a visualize uh, kind of content for them i started creating uh, the youtube videos
I was going to say, it's exactly the same issues we have in the UK and the US, isn't it, Amelia, where, <laughs> where financial literacy is, is kind of shrouded in jargon and uh-huh. is mystified when it doesn't need to be. And I, I know we've touched upon this in previous podcasts, but uh-huh. it is really interesting to see how much of a universal issue this seems to be. Yeah. No, and I, I think the fact that you use your online presence to help educate those um, that don't have access is so important and something that people in the States are really trying to do to bridge the advice gap that is very apparent in, in a lot of areas. Yeah, these social tools really uh, gave us the extra edge that in a short period of time, we can reach millions of the readers and these things, right? So it uh, it's, it's gives us a it's accelerated kind of speed to reach out to the people. So one mm-hmm. should really um, uh, uh, use this kind of social media. It's not only uh, Quora now. I uh, am uh, writing on LinkedIn as well as Twitter. Uh, I have my Facebook um, account where I try to give a short kind of introductory or short messages to public so that they get uh, such kind of insight daily. Mm-hmm. And am I right in saying that that there's no social security or safety network for people yeah. who are struggling financially? Get it, get it, get it. So yeah, so I see India is a very kind of different uh, uh, region, which you may say that those who are uh, having a global uh, uh, scenario for them, India sometimes is, uh, you may say that people are not that much educated, or they are not uh, been into uh, handling their money so well. Because in India, talking about money in household, it's still not a uh, we can say not a good thing. Sometimes people may say that. So the information from uh, last generation to next generation about handling a money is not so well uh, communicated, right? So uh, here people gets education on how to get uh, um, uh, exp- or how to get knowledge about uh, earning, right? So how yeah, they are making people to get uh, employable but they really don't give that much importance to know that people that how to how they should manage their money right so here uh, the financial planning these things are very important as far as the social security is concerned that's the that's a great uh, kind of uh, uh, problem we are facing here as we are overpopulated or have uh, uh, these things so government is not able to provide social security to each and every person but government definitely try to give it to uh, those are underprivileged, right? So those who are uh, middle class or upper middle class, they have to be on their own. So as they are not having a social security background or social security benefit, it's very, very much important to manage your finances well. So at the time of retiring, you are having a, a good corpus by your time, which will take care of your retirement days. Uh, up to the uh, last generation, uh, they were blessed to have a pension uh, kind of thing from the government. But now because of privatization and government jobs are now minimal, uh, people are in uh, people are not having that uh, security in uh, kind of pension. So here, whatever uh, corpus you are targeting when you are earning, it's the only uh, corpus which will be you will be having at your hand. And on that basis only, you are going to make sure that you are leaving your next 25 years, right? Because here, people get um, um, retired at the age of 58 or 60. And if we see that uh, the um, lifespan of a normal uh, Indian now has been increased up to 85. So one should be ready that uh, they may uh, leave up to 85. And if you have a younger spouse, then you should take care of uh, her also right 
so uh, one should be uh, very much uh, giving that very much thought about that what should be my uh, retirement corpus so that even if i am not having a social security as per se i will be uh, 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 making sure that i have my corpus which will last uh, till my uh, last breath and uh, give me a comfortable life where i am not dependent on my kids or any other relatives mm. and it's interesting it seems to me that that you know there's greater scope for things to go wrong and there's mm-hmm. less obviously as as you're saying there's there's not a lot in place if things do go wrong so mm-hmm. so what what exactly is the landscape for financial advice in india for people that are going to put this right because i noticed on your website you're a member of, of foi which is fee only mm-hmm. india um that again resonates with with amelia and i's experience of mm-hmm. our respective audiences because the uk obviously has moved from commission-based financial planning to fee-based um, America yeah. seems to be going through the very same transition. Um, <laughs> so, are are people getting a high standard of financial advice in India, and and does the kind of commission versus fee based uh, debate come into it at all? Yeah, it is. See, in India, this both uh, kind of uh, uh, financial planning services are now existing. Okay, but uh, the commission based uh, services are here from ages. and they are penetrated in the market so well that uh, uh, the people it means those um, uh, the people like me those who are following this fee based uh, uh, model as a financial planning it's it's really for us it's a, a hard time okay to get established and to get get accepted by the uh, investors but as you said that we as a organization of fee only india are trying to make a, a different impact or trying to make a impact of our services in the minds of investor where we are uh, giving them an unbiased uh, advice we are promising them that as we are not getting any commission or remuneration by financial uh, institutions so our advice is customer centric and we keep your uh, aspirations your goals and your profile in the center of the advice and then we are going to select the product which are most suitable to you so what happens in commission based uh, services is that the product comes first okay so the selection of the product comes first and then we try to see that where in for which goal or for what purpose we are going to map that in here the process is altogether different here what you will um, uh, what we do actually with uh, clients uh, uh, acquisition at the time of client acquisition or making giving them the financial planning advice is that we first understand the client's profiling okay we understand his or her goals his family structure his income structure his needs in future and then we decide uh, the segregate his goals in three categories like short term mid term long term and then according to the risk taking ability and asset allocation we select the product so here we can say that the process is full fledged right and as i said that we are not attached with any of the amcs or any of the financial institution so there is not no product push happening okay there is no miss selling happening because for me i i am true to my clients because I, they are paying fees to me but this concept is really new to the indian clients as uh because uh, because of that uh, we can say that we are uh, having a struggling days but now because of uh, social media and uh, people are now reading more stuff and they are very very much now eager or very much uh, we can say 
uh, uh, eager to know that what are the different options available apart from this commission, these things. And now people are really accepting us. So these two both will survive. I am not saying that one is superior to these things, but one has to take an informed decision whether they really want an unbiased advice, then they should go with a few-only financial planners. Mm-hmm. And what inspired this model, Preeti? Because it reminds me a lot of the states, as as Ian and I were saying earlier, um, your use of fiduciary acting in the best interest of your clients. Mm-hmm. It really does remind me of the RIA websites I've seen in the states and, and speaking with advisors there. So what was the inspiration of having this, this fee-only approach and breaking away from that commission structure? Yeah, yeah, definitely. See, as I said, I'm working independently. Okay, so I'm not attached with any of the AMCs, any of the financial institutions. So for me, whatever product is available in the market, so there are 100 or 200 product of the market, I can choose any product which I think is suitable to my clients. Once if I'm going with a commission based thing, so at that time, it, it may be and uh, uh, what may say my inclination will be more towards those products which are offering me more commission as well as if I'm getting pressurized for selling that product, right? So sometimes it may happens that the, the uh, that kind of advisors may get inclined to give a wrong product or the product which is not suitable to the client. As I said, uh, since uh, 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 when I got the education about these finances and all these things, the my intention is to really give a, a correct way of um, uh, advice to my clients where their interest and their uh, uh, their interest will be taken care, right? Because of these things, uh, the fee-only financial planning is the correct way, which I think is to give the advice which is really needed to a person because investor may not be knowing right which is the suitable product to him he blindly uh, trusts the advisor he is to whom he is approaching so it's kind of my responsibility as far as my um, ethics or my moral is concerned i should be in that position to give uh, him or her the correct uh, advice how I can do so only when I work independently. Okay. And for my leaving, definitely I need something for leaving, right? So if I charge a reasonable fee for my advice to a client, client is very well happy to pay me fees if he or she really thinks that the advisor is giving me an unbiased approach or unbiased thing and advice, which will be helpful for me for a uh, benefit of uh, that uh, advice will be helpful for a longer term. Right. So that is the inclination where I really want to give a true advice to my client. Uh, there should not be any product push or uh, there should not be any kind of um, uh, push by the uh, uh, financial institution where I'm attached. So that's the main thing. So I want to be free bird where I will help uh, my advice will be helpful to my clients. That's why I opted this fee on the financial modeling. Mm-hmm. And what is it like being a woman in in this industry and how has that shaped how you give advice and the demographic of your clients? Is it mostly men that you're working with in India or (laughs) are there a lot of women that, that need your help and are seeking advice from you? What is that like? Uh, no, actually, unfortunately, it is still a male dominant uh, society here. Mm-hmm. Okay, so most probably, uh, I can say my 90% of my clients are 
male okay uh, but uh, sometimes see now uh, it's 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 really a good uh, kind of uh, turnover around that uh, now male or the they, they they are approaching as a couple okay so even if a male is taking a lead to contact to a financial planner or taking a decision but now they are also inculcating their spouses or their wife better halves to a financial decision so whenever i have a call with a client they make sure that their wife is also being on the call and they give the importance to her uh, view also uh, but there are very less uh, kind of female i can say that who are approaching me first and they are uh, making sure that their uh, husband is been in the call uh but definitely as here also the uh, penetration of financial planning is now uh, being uh, given or been uh, uh, having impact on female uh, investor also Pe female are now earning very well and they also need this um, uh, decision making they are into the decision making uh, situation so i am also getting the calls from single mothers or those who just have started working or who are uh, controlling the finances from india so even if they are uh, uh, homemakers okay but if they are educated and they know they are from the finance background so here husband are really giving them the charge of taking control of their uh, family household and this is really a good change which i can see but definitely for being a female having a more female client the penetration should be more or the uh, we can uh, see that we can say that the mindset should be changed uh, for uh, the ladies as well or female clients as well as male clients mm. So, so pretty in a similar vein are are there many female financial advisors in india and and on to that you know what what was your route into the profession because uh you know i don't imagine it was well signposted that you can just go and be a financial planner i mean it certainly isn't in the uk i don't think mm -hmm. people aren't really aware of it as a career um mm -hmm. you know unless they know someone or have family in the industry so so what was your route into the profession yeah see as i said that uh, it's uh, the investors are uh, uh, male dominated industry so as the financial planners okay so here also uh, this industry is male dominated there are not many female advisors available in india but uh, uh, definitely because see uh, each and everything as i said in india uh, uh, to take care of the family people or female are taking the break from their jobs they are more concentrating uh, on their family is raising kids so sometimes uh, they are uh, taking a break from their um, uh, profession or these things or sometimes they also want such kind of job where they just go to, uh, go to uh, this office for 9 to 5 and uh, rest of the time they can give it to uh, family okay so the profession like doctors or advocates or financial planners they, they there is no kind of time bound activity right whenever i get a uh, call from a client or if they really need me at two hours also so i have, i have to be uh, uh, at their service right so sometimes and as i said the finances handling of finances since childhood people are uh, it means that female or the girl child is not giving that much importance so uh, when uh, she sees that her mother is not involved in uh, the financial planning process of household then she may say she may think that okay finances is not my cup of tea okay it is male dominated my brother or my father or my grandfather is taking the whole decision about the finances and as i said it's not uh, in india people are not talking much about the finance or money matter uh, in the houses uh, there is no free talk is happening 
so this finance world is not that much dominated or not having a uh, female financial planners but definitely as i said things are changing positively there are now many uh, female planners are coming and taking up these things and uh, as far as i am concerned as i said i am having a keen interest in this stuff so my education is uh, was also around the same thing so i got educated in financial backgrounds in finances different uh, things and uh, when i see that people around me really need uh, uh, such kind of advice so i take up this profession this is really a noble profession it is giving me an opportunity to uh, create or make my impact or touching lives uh, it's the word which i will be using here that it gives me an opportunity to touch life of uh, people and that's why i said that i really want uh, female financial planners to come and one more thing i uh, get the uh, feedback from my client is that when they talk to a female financial advisor and when they talk to a male financial planner uh, financial planner they can say uh, they can experience the difference between their approaches right so in uh, women are actually they are born uh, uh, we can say a finance manager uh, so they know how to uh, make sure that whatever resources they have they can manage their household thing the same is thing i can uh, if i can manage my uh, my household finances or whatever resources i am getting i can run my family so i can also manage my clients money and people are uh, really they see that yeah they get the different approaches when they talk to female clients and they prefer uh, to be because they may find we uh, us as a more composed more uh, giving them the more time listening ears and hand holding which is very much required to every client so so pretty i mean you were a, you were a housewife for 7 years before you were an advisor right so was that was that, was that essentially yeah. the training scheme was that, was that was that was that the unofficial training process yeah really actually we had a call regarding this and it it was actually it means when i i as i said uh, i also have a family i have kids to take care so when uh, it was at the, at the time when uh, i was struggling with my uh, time to give uh, giving time to my family husband also working he's going uh, for a uh, uh, cities around for his uh, this thing so at that time uh, i really find it very difficult uh, to uh, also have a job and look after a family so i took a decision to concentrate on my family first and i had been a uh, housewife for last 7 years before i starting this financial journey so at that time definitely i was not uh, giving up to all all the my whatever knowledge i am having i keep on reading news i keep on reading different types of blogs and keeping me upgraded and whenever i get a chance to educate my uh, family members or my friends or my uh, neighbors about this i try to give them the advice which is needed so once uh, then uh, sometimes it 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 feels bad that whatever education i have taken i am not using it for my uh, this thing so as i said when I, when i got the authority because see once if i am just a housewife who will give me that much importance to my words so even if it is true people say that okay if she is she is not working then whether is it worth to follow her advice or this thing mm-hmm. so once i get a a proper registration or license from a sebi and 
and that really gave me a boost so whatever things uh, whatever things i am doing that uh, the uh, or uh, the way i am managing my own finances will definitely give me an edge over that because as i said being a housewife i am not uh, lost the time i was uh, into reading i was into making sure that how to uh, make a household budget or try to help others so that really gave me an edge when i started working independently as a financial planner and uh, that confidence sometimes i feel uh, that confidence was shaken up when i was uh, only as a housewife but definitely because of my knowledge my passion and the uh, things which i have carried out being a housewife gave me a boost in confidence in a very uh, short uh, span of time and uh, definitely you now i can uh, i can make sure that uh, i can talk to people very freely and uh, this whatever um, knowledge or whatever techniques i have uh, gathered being a housewife is helpful in preparing a financial plan to my clients mm-hmm. no it's it's an amazing transition to go from being a housewife being at home with your family to being a financial advisor and the fact you kept yourself educated on the markets and helping yeah. with finances at home is obviously very important and it's similar in the states more and more women are trying to get in this industry but it's difficult to balance both of those we are having a, a multidimensional activity a woman can manage many more things right but sometimes Absolutely. they are they are really uh, it means uh, i won't say it's a sacrifice but they have that mindset so if they uh, really think that their family uh, needs them more so they uh, they can left their evergreen job or they can left or they can switch their career so easily where most mm-hmm. of the male counterpart won't do it right so if i say that yeah, uh, my husband should give me more time he say that oh it's not my job so it's <laughs> it's not only in india in many things so it's it's a yeah. kind of uh, eco uh, ego kind of uh, balance happening but we uh, uh, ladies or females are having that power to let go also okay so that's the great power which i think we are having and we never ever regret about the decisions which we make and that uh, make us composed so mm-hmm. these things uh, being a housewife or being a woman really helped me in my financial planning uh, this exercise and this is sadly all we have time for in this podcast mm-hmm. episode but before we end it we have our final question so mm-hmm. i want you to imagine you have the entire financial planning community listening in and you're allowed <sighs> to offer up one piece of advice based on your experiences what is your one piece of advice to all those listening in today well actually i'm uh, i'm not that great to give advice to the international planning community but uh, i will share just one thought okay in india we believe in vasudeva kutumbakam it's a sanskrit prove okay here what we say that a whole world is one village okay so we are interconnected so uh, it's it's not uh, we are not bifurcated by region or by country or by races or all these things so whatever good practices we are following let others developing countries let know that so penetration of financial planning is very important in uh, the developing countries uh, because you as a leader in financial planning the western countries i urge uh you those who have established your uh, uh, financial planning processes uh, just try to uh, give your knowledge or spread your financial literacy in different parts of world where the penetration uh, is very less right and uh, i really congratulate all of us that we are into a noble uh, profession 
which is as good as a medical profession where people are uh, really it means uh, when uh, they they really uh, see doctors as the gods and we can also have such kind of privilege when a person having a um, dead breed, uh, dead bridden or those who are really don't understand how they should manage their uh, wealth and when they get the correct advice they feel us or they give us the feedback like you are the one who uh, got me out of this uh, situation so it's a noble um, profession which we are into and we should make sure that we are uh, giving or we are providing uh, the insight uh, and giving the right kind of advice to all such needy people and those who are not able to assess our services because of fees or because of lack of infrastructure it's uh, it's uh, our duty to uh, make sure that we are reaching uh, to such kind of people and we are penetrating to the roots of uh, uh, this financial planning and the people, uh, uh, those who really need us, right? So this is the small uh, I can piece of advice I can share with the uh, international planning community. That's a, a fantastic answer. I've got to say that really is what it's all about, isn't it? So, so thank yeah, you. Thank you. Um, thank you. Thank you for joining us too. I honestly think that was one of the most interesting episodes that we've we've done of the podcast. I feel like I've got a better understanding of the Indian market. I think your story is really compelling, and and it's amazing how you've managed to educate so many people um, on Quora and, and and with YouTube as well. So, so thank you again for joining us, Preeti. It's been been a real pleasure. Thanks a lot. Thanks for having me on this show. And it's it's a real privilege and honor to talk to you guys. Hey, thank you. And to everyone tuning in, thank you to you too. Uh, we've had a great time and we hope you did as well. Uh, we'll yeah. be back soon with another episode, but it's goodbye for now. Bye.